This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Burke. And I'm Angie Burke. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're still talking about anxiety Mm -hmm. because anxiety is a big issue and a big problem. You know, and today we're going to talk about Christians suffering from anxiety. I mean, really, do Christians suffer from anxiety? That's what we want to talk about today because, uh, you know, first of all, we don't condemn anyone who is suffering from anxiety. We don't because, you know, there's things we all have that we have to go through. And, and, I'm not condemning you, Al's not condemning you, but you may be condemning yourself. You may be living in a, in a, in a, in a little uh, circle of shame and, 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 uh, and guilt because you can't get out of it, you know? And, and, uh, but we're not here to condemn you, and you, you really shouldn't be anxious. You shouldn't feel for If you have the Lord with you, he will help you. But it's not, let me tell you something. God loves you so much. He's not looking at you like, You should not be anxious because you know me. You should not be anxious. What God is saying to you is, you don't have to be anxious. Mm. Not with me in your life. And isn't that such a different perspective, a different way of looking at God? He gives you the answer. He said, you know, be anxious for nothing, but in all things prayerful. So there's your, do you understand what I mean? Like he's not trying to make you be anxious. He's not condemning you for any of that. He's giving you the antidote. Right. And it's just so simple. Right. And he didn't only take your anxiety, he didn't only take your suffering, but he also took the guilt and the shame associated with it. He took everything on the cross. Guilt is major. Guilt is major for creating anxiety. It's one of the things that do. You know, what happens with guilt is the devil works it. Yeah. You know, in other words, you have the guilt of something you did because you know it's wrong and you did. Then the devil goes, oh. You did what? And he just starts working your mind. And the shame. Yes, yes. Shame comes. You got to be careful with that shame and that guilt because that can create such a victim mentality. Absolutely. You know, which which I just thought of. It's like, you know, oh, I'm so shame. I'm so guilty. I'm so... And, you know, now all of a sudden you're the victim. And where'd that come from, you know? But anyway, we're called to be more than conquerors. Amen. So, okay, the question is, do Christians suffer from anxiety? Yes, they do. And let me tell you who did in the Bible. Jesus. He suffered anxiety. And we're going to go over a scripture here to show you what happened and what he did about it. Okay, John chapter 13. Now, before the Passover feast, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Now supper being ended, the devil put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he came from God and was going to God, he rose from supper, laid aside his garments, took a towel, and wrapped himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was wrapped. So back to verse 1, where it says Jesus knew. This is where Jesus is thinking. When it says he knew, he was thinking. And he began to think on three things. His hour had come. 
okay? He would be leaving this world and he would be going to his father. And he started thinking about what was coming and he knew it wasn't going to be good. He knew he was going to have to suffer. And I believe that this was an opportunity for Jesus to become fearful. Now remember, anxiety, fear and anxiety go hand in hand. I mean, really, that's what anxiety is, Al. It's the what ifs, it's the fear, it's the worry about what could possibly happen. You know, so I, I mean, like we your just, word, your term, the what ifs, because yeah. that's what it is. Is what if this happens? What if this is going to happen? What if, the, I, and we, you're just worked up. We got a disturbing call last night on our way home from someone real close, and she was hysterical, incredibly anxious, and because they were on their way to the hospital, her dad just got hit by a car, and she didn't know what she was going to find. Mm-hmm. You know, and she had this moment of panic and anxiety. So those things do happen. And her father's a pastor, by the way. So anyway, but anyway, it says, I, I want to tell you that it's an opportunity for Jesus to become fearful right here because he was thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to suffer. I'm going to have to leave this world. And, you know, Hebrews 4.15 said that he, he was tempted as we are. So he had to have been tempted to give into anxiety at that point. Right. The, the temptation really was more like giving into this anxiety. So Jesus, but we got to understand, Jesus came both as God and man, and he operated as a man just like you and me. Right. And he did that for a reason. I'm going to tell you what that is. He chose not to benefit from any of his godly attributes. This is what Jesus was trying to show his disciples, that he was human just like they were. And if they depended on the Holy spirit like he did yes they could do the same things that was the point rather than operating like god i'm going to come and operate like a man because i'm going to show them they can do the same thing and that's we right. can do the same thing that's right because people go oh that was jesus right oh no I you know. can't get away with that i know i've done it many times i'm like <laughs> somebody said so well i'm not god give me a break you know <laughs> and uh and it's like I, inside me, I know I'm lying because I know he's given me what I need to That's do this. Right. And so part of this whole thing with anxiety is because a lot of people will say, well, I'm not Jesus. I can't get rid of this. Yes, you can. He operated as a man believing by faith. He did the things he did by faith. He believed right. it. And we have that same power, uh, the power of God that raised Christ from the dead is in us too. And we can use it. And I've used it with great results. I'm going to do a show on that one of these days. So anyway, uh, it's still for us today. And, um, you know, how would you feel if you knew something horrible was about to happen to you? Right. Right. You'd be super tempted with fear. You were just talking about it. And I'm sure Jesus's heart was racing. And you at that said point. to me last night when that phone rang, you said, "Oh my God, it was Shannon." And they never people yes. don't call unless it, she would never call late at night unless there was a problem. Right, right, right. away, my mom was like, "Oh no, what?" Right, right. Anxiety, opportunity for anxiety. But what did we do? We just prayed and believed God, and Absolutely. already things are changing big time. That's over right. There. That's right. Amen. Um, and okay, so let's c- continue with this, Al, because it's, then Jesus turns his thoughts, he's still thinking now, to his disciples. And it says, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them unto the end, which simply means forever. So Jesus was very protective of them. He was concerned for them because he knew they were not strong in their faith. 
You know, they were walking with him with just a little bit, and he knew that they were going to despair when he was arrested, and they were going to desert him, or a lot of them did, because of fear. So he knew they weren't going to take this very well. So you know, Jesus is thinking of all, and I believe at this point now, Jesus could have been tempted to become worried about them. It's like if, God forbid, a, a mom is diagnosed with some sort of a disease or cancer. What's going to happen to my to children? That's the first thing she thinks of. Who's going to care for them? What's going to happen to them? They're little. They're weak. So you're saying, really, Jesus was more concerned. He, his, he was more anxious for them Always. than for what he was about to go through. Always. Always. He was so upset, like, man, these guys have got very little training. And what they did get, they didn't yes. seem to understand. And, and the mother's the same way for them. For them. You know? He was concerned for them. We always right. look at that like, oh, my God, he was in the garden. He was so upset what he's going to go through. And he did, and I'm sure that was a factor. But he was upset for them. He says, oh, man, when I leave, these guys are idiots. And they're just going to walk Absolutely. away. And they did. Yep. But what happened? The Holy Spirit brought them back, and they were stronger than ever. That's right. And God will That's do right. that for you. You know, if you have a situation where, like you, like we were just saying, where, oh, my God, what's going to happen to my kids? God will take care of your kids. Absolutely. And they'll be better, th and he'll do a better job than you can do. I gave God my kids a long time ago. <laughs> I know. I, I, he said, I want your kids, so you're going to have them. You, it's, it's, this is not a hard one. <laughs> And you know why he did a good it's job? It's harder with, for you to part with your money than it is for the yeah, kids. <laughs> that was an easy one, but when it comes to money, we got to talk another subject. But, but you know, realistically, I want to say one thing. Yeah. God did a great job with my our children. Yes, he, did. he did a great job. He did. He's, Not when we didn't have any problems, but boy, but oh he boy, was he faithful. Through. And when he brought he brought them through these problems that they created, right. and look how strong they are because of a going through process. Yes, God is. You don't have to be anxious with God. God will take care of your children. It, right. This will work out in the end. Okay, so I believe Jesus could have experienced the same feelings a mom would experience if she knew that something was was going to happen. And then, then what? Jesus starts thinking about Judas. Yeah, think about that. Judas, now, Judas is going to betray him. And Jesus right. knew, he, knew it. he knew who he was. He knew he, he was going, oh, I got you. <laughs> he knew who would do this. And, and how could Jesus know all this because he was intimate with the Father. But wait a minute. Here's the question, really. How could Jesus know all this as a man? And loved him anyway. As a man. Not as God. As right. a man. Because would, he was intimate. Right. And you could be intimate with the Father. This is how he was able to do this. It exactly. gave him that inner strength. You know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm -hmm. And he had that strength to love that guy as a man right to the end. Think about so, it. Yep. Yeah. So he was intimate with his father. This is how he could know. He also only spoke what the father, what he heard the father speak, and he only did what the father told him to do. Let me just, just so I can explain this to you, because it gets a little, he said, I only say what the father told me to say. Basically, what he was saying is this. I let God lead my life. I do what God leads me to do. And I say what God leads me to say. We blurt out and say what we want to say, and we give them a piece of our mind because, after all, I'm smarter than you, and you're an idiot. And did Jesus, you know, Jesus never really did that. He he was pretty hard on the Pharisees, but on on these guys, he never. He just was easy. He, he's just. Well, here's let me say it this way: He's wonderful to his people. Yes, he is. Right, he you is. know, now I wouldn't be so good. I'd be hard on. <laughs> And also, Jesus knew the scriptures. 
Yes, he did, and of he course. And he knew he could count on them, and he knew what was coming because of the Old Testament scriptures. And the scriptures are true. Yes, And he what knew that, that means is this is what's going to happen. There's no lies in there. So go ahead. And third, he operated in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. This is how he could know who would betray him because he walked with the Father closely. And the Father told him. I mean, that's just what happened. You know, so, but, but back to this, he probably felt or was beginning to feel a lot of grief because he loved Judas and he didn't want him to go down the wrong path, but he wasn't going to force him. So, you know, really Judas was a friend to him. You know, have you ever invested in someone's life and have them turn on you? Yeah. We, we've had that happen yeah, a million times. It. Close member, family member, there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of anger. But Jesus' sadness, like you said it before, was for Judas. It wasn't for himself. And one of the things you can do to reduce anxiety is just start thinking about these other people and, and their right. life. And what, In other words, get your mind off yourself. Yeah. You're not that wonderful. <laughs> That's true. Okay, true. You know what I mean? And, and this is what this is. You're talking about anxiety and we're talking about what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. He really put his mind on to them and how much he loved them. And when we begin to focus on others, it reduces some of the anxiety. Yeah. And, you know, Judas rejected him and the eternal life Jesus was offering. And that's why he was probably filled with grief that he would reject Jesus. Well, you know, it's really something to think about. Jesus was thinking a lot, but he never. Oh, that's another thing. Don't just blurt out every. I used to say this. Oh, I'm bummed out. Yeah, I'm bummed. Did. I'm bummed out. Today. And I know people that do this. And when I hear that. I go, oh, no. And they say, oh, I'm bummed out. You know, I'm always in a funk. You, won't, you don't want, don't give the devil ammunition. Because yeah. mm -hmm. now he knows what your problem is. Right. Um, Jesus didn't allow those thoughts to linger. And this is what I'm saying. Very don't, good, Al. Because they would eventually come out of his mouth, too. And they would go, they would go negative. They would just get worse. And yes. we've all been there. That thinking process, it just goes down and down and down. This is why you've got to, uh, you know, and it makes it worse. It just yeah. makes everything worse. That's why you got to change the way you think. That's right. Now, this is where Jesus makes the switch. And this is where you can make the switch. If you feel that anxious feeling come on, and most people do, they feel it. They go, uh-oh, this is coming, especially if it's a panic thing. You feel that coming on from what they tell me. So now in verse 3, Jesus continues to think, okay? He's still thinking, but something changes because up to this point, his thoughts were going downhill. His thoughts were not positive. He was thinking of all the negative things, but with compassion for others, I get it. But he knew his time had come to suffer. He knew his disciples were not going to take it well. And he knew that he would be betrayed by someone he loved dearly. And these thoughts were beginning to create anxiety in Jesus. Mm -hmm. it, would, it would create anxiety in any one of us. But in verse 3, here's where he makes the change. And let me just say this. He does it on purpose. Okay? That's, That's the, the key. whole thing. It says, Jesus knowing. Now, he's still thinking. But he switches his thinking. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, oh, praise the Lord, and that he came from God and was going to God, he rose from supper, laid aside his garments, took a towel and wrapped himself, and then just to shorten it, he washed the feet of the disciples. Jesus is still thinking here. But he remembered something. He reminded himself of who he was 
in his father. He reminded himself of all the things the father had given unto him, such as power and authority, which, by the way, he could use at any time. And he reminded himself of where he came from and where he was going. So Jesus on purpose changed his thinking because we know, just like with us, if he continued to think along those lines, he, it would have brought great fear and despair on it him. It gets worse. Al, he may not have even gone to the cross. He might have said, I can't do this. He may not have even gone and to the And then you and I would be lost. We'd be long Absolutely. gone. Absolutely. Mankind would have been lost right then and there, actually. Wow. I, I really believe if he had said, I'm not doing this, I'm, it's over, I'm out of here. I really think within one generation, they'd all be gone. You, you, you're absolutely Everybody right. Everybody would be, be gone. There'd be no salvation. Wow. So anyway. Um, <clears throat> what did it do for him, though? You know, when, when he switched his thinking, it gave him the strength to continue in the Father's plan. To serve. You know, I, in my own life, things happen, and now I have to make a choice. Am I going to think about what just happened and the what-ifs and how bad this is going to go, or do I choose to think about what God's going to do? Either way, whatever's going to happen, happened. It, it, it's yeah. already happened is what I mean. So now, I, and I do this as an act of my will. I choose to think about what God thinks about me. Mm-hmm. I choose to think about where I'm going in the Lord and God's promises to me and us. And I get happy. And you know, Al, how you talk, you always talk about this, which I really like. You said, think, he tells you, think about what I'm going to do. Think about the other side. Think about the end of this. Think about the end of this. Well, guess what? Jesus also knew the end because in both verses one and three, he tells us that he knew he was going back to the father. He knew the good thing and he knew that what would be accomplished by going to the cross. Look at this in Hebrews. You know, people say, well, I'm not Jesus. I'm not going to the cross. No, but God has good things for you too. Whoever you are, God has good things for you too. Yeah, there's hard things and yeah, it will bring anxiety, but as long but there's a way out and there's an expected end that's good for you, which helps reduce anxiety. Because that's what Jesus did. He thought about going back to the Father. We think about what promises and the good things God has. That's right. No, that's right. And in Hebrews it says, uh, who for the who, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Look, this is like having a baby. The woman (laughs) knows that she may experience great pain in delivering this child, maybe some uncomfortable few months before the delivery, but this woman is willing to endure whatever she has to endure because of the joy of having her own child. I remember when you had kids, I I endured a lot. (laughs) I didn't get to eat anything, I was sitting there. The joy, the joy Jesus had was knowing that we would all be his children. It was like yeah. he was giving birth to wow. a kingdom. Oh, good. this is I so good. And he would have many children. So to him, I'm going to go. I, I got to build myself back up because I've got to finish the plan my father has for me so that I can welcome everyone who is willing, and he wanted everyone, will. to come into his family. Mm -hmm. So that kept him strong. And then what he does, he pours the water into the basin and he starts washing their feet, including the feet of the disciples, Uh, the the one who betrayed him, Judas. He washed his feet too. I know. I know. I would have said, you're done. (laughs) But Jesus didn't do that. And you know what? 
I know in my own life when I see sometimes people go down and they're bad and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. God says, don't don't rejoice that they went down. No. Don't rejoice no, over that. Because Jesus doesn't rejoice when they not. go down. And I want to tell not. you something. Um, everyone can think about who they are in Christ. You're saved. That's you're right. born again. You're going to heaven. And no matter what, you're going to heaven. Yep. You know, and that you can begin to change the anxious thinking or the toxic thinking. Right. You begin to change it when you say, you know, I'm going to heaven. Anything, anything God loves positive. me. He thinks I'm the greatest. Right. God loves me. I, you know what? I'm a great child of the Most High God. Right. You could start to speak this and change the time. This is what Jesus did, right? He reminded exactly. himself, I'm going back to the Father. I'm out of here. <laughs> These well, people we, are crazy. <laughs> when you have an anxious thought, you need to do the same thing. You need to remind yourself of who you are in Christ. And it's got to be done on purpose. And look at this. I just don't want you to wait until you're totally exhausted from meditating on your fear. And then we crawl to God and say, okay, I'm going to stand up and I do this. What, that's a hard issue there. You're, you're not even, you're not, if you were really believing that, you know, if you could stand on the word of God, things would get better. You would do it at the onset. You know, Dr. Caroline Leaf, she calls this a superposition, Al. It's a moment of choice in front of you when fear arises. It's a moment of choice. What are you going to do with that do with anxiety, that fear, that worry? And you know what you said is what everybody, we exhaust every other possibility and then we choose God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, so what are you going to do with that negative thought? I mean, if you're anxious and something triggers the triggers, and we talked about this before, you do what Jesus did on purpose. You switch your thinking to the positive. And, and, and you do it early on. Don't let it fester. And thank God Jesus did it right away. You know, he meant, never would have made it to the cross just like we, we talked Maybe. about. But if, if there's an opportunity in my life where I become fearful over something I, I just heard, and a lot of times that happens, I immediately go into my private room. And I stand up. I don't sit down. I'm not lazy about it. And I take authority over those negative thoughts, over the plans of the evil one to destroy me and bring me down and put me in a funk. You know, and I really do all this until I am confident and assured that I'm okay again and that I'm in peace. You, you have to fight this. And you know what else? It, this isn't going to happen in one session. Maybe you've got a lot of anxious thoughts and you said, well, I did what you said, Al, and I, I did some thinking about some good things and, and then it all just fell apart and I was a mess. Okay, maybe you didn't win on that one, but you keep at it. You just keep doing this, keep thinking it. Every time you feel that anxious thoughts coming on, don't look at it like I failed, I failed, I failed, I failed. Look at it like I moved ahead a little, I moved ahead a little, I moved ahead a little. Is what you're saying is like I go in my own private area and I speak to myself and I think about these things. And if it, if it doesn't work and it seems to fail, it didn't fail, you got to keep doing it. One thing that you could do is you could keep little scripture cards with you. Keep them in your car. Uh, keep them in your bedroom or wherever or, or keep... You know, I, I know they have them, or you can type them up yourself or write them on index cards or whatever. And now we have the iPhones. You could just type them in or pull up anything on 
on the yeah. internet with your iPhone instantly. When you feel that coming on, you've got time. Yeah. And you have got to fight this. You cannot let the devil run over you. You'll be a basket case the rest yeah. of your life. You know, we talked about this on the show before, how I had a major thing hit me, and I said, Lord, what do I do? And he said, get down on the floor, roll around and laugh at the devil. Well, that was months. I didn't roll around and laugh at the devil for three minutes. Months and months, That's every right. day laughing at the devil, every day laughing at the devil, and I won the battle. So if it isn't working instantly, it's working, just stay on it, you'll get there. That's right. And, you know, again, back to those scriptures and or anything that God says, anything that's positive is somewhere in his word. Believe me. And you are to exalt the word of God above all your circumstances, all your feelings, all your symptoms. And I'd like to close with this, Al, Isaiah 43, too, because I love it. This is it. good. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame kindle on you. You know, it's a fight to keep your thoughts in line yeah. with the word of God, but it is worth it. Just knowing this scripture, meditate on it. Uh, you uh, will uh, win. What he's saying is you'll win if you do this. Walk around, absolutely, and say it out loud until it gets in your heart, and then anxiety won't, you won't be afraid of anxiety or anything, any attack that might come on you. You know, it's absolutely. really, absolutely. Listen, you know, I, I think, oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Uh, this book, I want to get this in. Get rid of that anxiety with God right by your side. This teaching today is in this book. And you could get it at our website, victorylifeministries.org. Just go to the store and get your copy. Get rid of that anxiety. And God is right by your side doing this. You don't have to do this alone. But just look forward to, like what Al said, on the other side, how free you're going to be. Stay on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. God loves you. We love you. And I want to thank you for joining us today. And remember, victory is always yours through Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at VictoryLifeMinistries.org.